Hey everyone, today's episode with Chanel Contos mentions sexual assault and rape. So just a quick trigger warning. If this triggers you in any way, please give this episode a miss and please call 100RESPECT if you have any uh, issues or you're triggered. And also there's always Lifeline 131114 and resources in the show notes. A listener production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. One. Well done. She clapped this time. <laughs> um, hey, everyone, we're here for a nightmare fuel. Chanel contest. Woo! Hey! Author <laughs> of Consent Laid Bare, which in the past four days after our last interview, I, I read it. So <laughs> it was pretty good. Is that it? All right. I think it's time to see the nightmare fuel. Okay, we okay, have yeah, Tuesday. Okay. Calm down. Okay, okay. Hi, Oscar, Lim, and Abby. I am such a massive fan. Okay, pause. <laughs> Why did Oscar get the first? Yeah. I was like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I mean, thank you. I love this nightmare feel already. Yeah. I can just tell. Hi, Oscar. <laughs> I have a nightmare feel for just for Oscar. Okay. Abby who? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oscar. I think for a while we all, um, everyone was just saying Abby and Lem and we kept saying Oscar's yeah. here as well. And I think everyone got nervous to not mention Oscar. <laughs> That's so true. And now it's turned around. That's all it is, right, Lynn? Yeah, you don't want to be called out. (laughs) I feel like I've been listening to it since the beginning. You guys have taught me so much and you're like, oh, like... Role models for me. And sorry, is she sitting in a in a closet or under a staircase or something, whispering? Into, sorry, she's whispering. She's wi- ASMR. <laughs> yeah, I quite like it. Shouldn't I? Spot? I like it. It's good in the headphones. Mm. But I'm going. Is she in danger? <laughs> okay, all right, let's go. So thank you so much. Uh, I apologise if there's lots of um, stops and like ums, <gasps> and I apologise, Lem, because you have to edit it all. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, suspense. <laughs> oh my god, nipples are hard. I'm so, I'm so my body's activated. I'm going, what's gonna happen next? I love um, her. I was in this period of my t- life where I had just gotten out of like a pretty serious relationship and I was looking to take control back of like my sex life because I had been like sexually abused as a child and sometimes like I'm sure anyone who has can understand that it's hard going into your first couple of relationships and not feeling obliged to do things you don't want to do and not really knowing where the line of consent is for you because it's been crossed so many times and so I had taken it upon myself to have a roster of hookups as I know Abby does Um, well not anymore babe (laughs) they all gave up (laughs) And I lived at this stage of my life in pretty, like, rural Victoria. Like, there wasn't that many options. And I was also underage, so I couldn't, like, download Tinder or anything or go to clubs to meet anyone. But there was this one guy that I was talking to, and he was a family friend. Like, I had known him, like, since we were, like, three years old. I was like, you know what, he's actually pretty attractive, like, why not? And one thing led to another, and we were planning to meet up this Friday night. And he went around, and he told all of his friends that we were going to have sex and meet at the time. Just like... 
Really? Oh, a little point scoring moment. Yeah, yeah I'm going to fuck this weekend. Cool. If my friend yeah. got to me and was like, I'm going to fuck this person this weekend, I go, cool. Like, what? <laughs> Excited for so you. Weird. Wow, yuck. Yeah. Was like, um. This is why I want to say this, why men need hobbies. I know. Like, talk about something Stop else. telling women's bodies. I know, it's, yeah. disgust- it's disgusting. And a hobby that's not golf, because you can still talk about women's bodies. Yeah. I had only had sex with that one other person consensually, and that was just not what I was thinking. And we spent, I remember also, like, that night, we spent, like, 40 minutes talking about what he was comfortable with, because he had never, like, done anything with anyone before and what his boundaries were and not once did he ask me like what I liked or what I was comfortable with like just so so even when the conversation is being had there isn't even any like and you to us just me yeah yeah just just just, yeah it is important that I feel safe during this um let's go yeah Yeah, it's important for me (laughs) I don't care how you feel as long as I'm okay don't give a fuck but that's I've already um, told people it's happening so let's go yeah yeah. (laughs) so let's get it done (laughs) I'm comfortable with doing it and being able to talk about it let's go yeah I've had sex once or however many times you have sex doesn't mean that I also don't have boundaries so that was probably the first red flag um and I had told him as well from the start I wasn't looking for a relationship I didn't want any kind of attachment like you know I think it's pretty important to make your intentions clear so no one gets hurt and like if they try and pin it on you you're like nope I was honest from the start this is your problem side note side note so she said that when this happened she was underage so she at most 17 Mm. kids these days really have a great I'm really proud of them I didn't have a conversation about this is casual not when I was in grade 12 yeah yeah that's a sleigh. Yeah, true. Like, that's so different. Did you? I didn't. No, God, no. I didn't even think about. No, I didn't even know what I that didn't meant. even think I would have known what casual was. It would have just been like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. You just kind of like a sitting duck waiting for someone to yeah. choose you or something. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas her being like, listen, it's important to set your boundaries in terms yeah, of like yeah, how your relationship's going to be. She's like, I'm actually like, yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I didn't have that convers- those conversations, yeah. like, that, that language until I was like 25. That's so true. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so we were going to meet up and, I mean, I don't really know. Am I allowed to talk about drugs on here? Um, yeah. You can do whatever you – okay, Chanel, it's my podcast. Sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry. My answer yeah. is yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <just> lost it. <laughs> I just looked at Abby and I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going, okay, fine. Isn't is – okay, consent, Chanel. It's actually my podcast. <laughs> we have to agree to this. Thank you. Interesting, isn't it? I smoke wheat and I was like, I mean, wheat's not cheap. And I was kind of excited because, like, I got it for free. <laughs> Just <okay. laughs> Side part details. I love it. I love a side tangent. All right. Always a score in my mind. And then we didn't end up, like, he didn't end up getting any. So that should have been second red flag. And when we got to this place that we were going to hook up. Wait, had- wait, sorry. Are they BYOing their own weed? I think so. So she's got her weed for free and he didn't bring any. No, he didn't get any. He told her he's going to get oh, some and then he didn't. Oh, but wasn't she getting it? Oh, he said he's going to get it for free. He said he's going to get well, it for I her. I think she was like, I had my weed with me. No, he didn't bring his own. I'm going, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, it's like he said something and then he didn't do it. So he was going to bring the... Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. I it. thought she, said she got free weed Same. from someone else and then she was like, and he didn't even bring his own. I'm like, babe, okay. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he was going to bring it, but she was thinking, I get free weed yeah. from him bringing it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I understand. All of his friends were there in the same room. I'm not even kidding. In the same room, he had set up like a blanket and pillows or whatever for us to do whatever. Like, they were all there in the same room, like smoking a bong. And I'm like, what? I literally just walked out. What? Like, nah, mm mm mm. What? Sorry, he set up a place for them to sleep together in front of his friends. I think so. After telling his friends they were going to sleep together and inviting her there. Yep. What the f- Is he fucking okay? No. He's not. Chanel, I don't think he is. <laughs> Are his friends okay? Is she okay? Do you think his friends were gonna- This is fucked. It is fucked. It's probably- Wasn't there a bedroom in this house? Wait, but sorry, that's just like- not it. Like, so why is he pre-thought to set up a little corner with like a blanket and a pillow, but hasn't thought maybe she wants to do this in private? But that's also the assumption that's going to happen. That's also really quite. I mean, I'm I'm being me right now, but that's also so scary and dangerous because this young underage girl walking into a room yeah. with him, expecting like with his expectations, and probably not you know very good at accepting rejection, and all of his mates in a communal space. It's fucked. That's fucked. And she has a history of sexual trauma, yeah. which means that yes. she'd have even a harder time putting boundaries. Exactly. It's so fucked. Yeah, I know. I'm not some fucking object. Also, yeah, it's like, but also this man, hasn't this man known her since she was three years old? Oh, yeah. So, mm. so A, he might know about this sexual history, history of being sexually assaulted oh, as a child. That's true. But even if he doesn't, that means he's known her for, like, let's say, 15 years. I don't know how old she is. She said underage. That's like 14 years. And even that doesn't constitute him seeing her as a person. Yeah. Like even 14 years of knowing her or however long it was, mm. even the whole growing up together doesn't constitute him even like thinking I need to ask her, even thinking it could be an option of having sex in front of the boys ripping bongs. Like that, that doesn't, even that doesn't make him think that she's a real person that deserves. Yeah. Look, the nightmare fuels that we sometimes get are like this like shit and to the extent that I actually got a LinkedIn message from somebody saying just a little tangent here that when they were working on the Senate Committee for Federal Consent Harmonization so Mm -hmm. that's another activist they talked a lot about nightmare fuels and normalization of bad behavior and basically they use nightmare fuels to draft policies can you believe that like what we talk about on the show here has been used uh, she's the director of the National Women's Safety Alliance and Is Nightmare Fuels. Yeah, that, Catherine Burney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on? I am surprised you with this. Like, our Nightmare Fuels are being used as, like, literal evidence as to the shittery that's going on. How cool is that in some way? It's that, awful and very cool. Right? That's, norm, like, how normalised it is that we... Like, as a collective women, like, laugh about this and talk about this and, like, tell the yeah. stories. But if you actually look at it, it's, like, objectively really cooked. Yeah, it is really cooked. Most yeah. of these stories are really cooked. Yeah. Some of them are just funny. Like, the girl that pissed in the, um, the girl that pissed in the change room. Yeah. That was just funny. But yeah. all of them are, have an underlying yeah. current of yeah. fucked. Yeah. yeah, totally. Wow, that's amazing, well, Shout out to Kat. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'll ask her if I can mention her name. But, yeah, she reached out and I was just like, I'm waiting for Chanel to be here. Oh, and, like, so oh, my God. To tell you, Abby, that what you're doing is also, like, contributing. Oh, so. oh my God. So what you're saying is I could be the next. <laughs> Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, I'm mm. just going to go for the Wentworth area <laughs> and get a Allegra Spender's <laughs> job. But... <laughs> 
maybe Prime Minister. Maybe you guys can swap. Yeah, Allegra. <laughs> come on, come on, Dal. I did. I, I actually positively catcalled her one time, <laughs> like when during election, because and I went, "I love you, Allegra." And I went, "That's a bit much." <laughs> and then I messaged, I DM'd her. And I said, "I'm so sorry." She would have loved that. I'm so sorry. She I walked. I, I like was yeah, driving past. It was at a red light, and she was campaigning. So it wasn't like she was just. Like, she was groceries. asking for it. Yeah, she was asking for it. <laughs> no, but I, and I went. Before the election, she won. Yeah, so I think I gave her the boost. Yeah, it's all um, you. It's all you. But anyway, sorry, like I'm taking a job now. Moving on. I was literally at breakfast with her right before this. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. My queen, like spender. I'm sure she'd love to meet. Love. Oh my god, love my chicken girl. <laughs> um, yeah. For you to show off to your friends next to the area that you've set up, like what the actual how? Anyway, I walk off and I'm like, not gonna happen. I just, I'm done. And he comes and finds me and he's like, oh no, that was really weird. I'm really sorry. Blah blah blah. He's like, told all his friends to get out, etc. etc. What? Um, what? <laughs> yeah, it's nah. not gonna fix the problem. Yeah, no, nah, that was actually pretty weird. What? <laughs> no shit, dude. Like, he's gone to Kmart, got some Anko um, blankets and pillows, and he's gone, <laughs> you know what? In hindsight, that was pretty weird. I'll get my mates to leave. We can just resume. Yeah, yeah, we can just, yeah. yeah. We'll resume, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point, I'm just kind of really horny, and I'm also, like, done with him, so I'm like, all right. Um, and so we go back up, and he's so awkward, and he, like, I'm not even kidding, he sits down in this chair in the room, like, across the room, with his legs open and undoes his belt. That's all I thought. Vomit sound, and then, uh, okay, continue. Like, is it insinuating that I come up to him and, like, start sucking him off? Uh, what? <laughs> this is going to be really long because I have to keep stopping. So I do apologise again, but I was kind of startled by that. And then I was like, startled. you even kiss? <laughs> startled. <laughs> I mean, to say the least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. The understatement of the century. My God. <laughs> anyone. Like, I was just attempting to humble him, as you do, and pretty much... We ended up just, like, making out, and that was about it. And I gave him a handy, but, um... <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so fucking devious. I had acrylics on, and I, um, when I was doing it, I accidentally kept, like, stabbing his balls because <laughs> men need to be humbled. There's nothing else I can say. Um, and then I ended up also sending him a, like, really hot-ass pic of me wearing another guy's boxes, and I'm pretty sure that's kind of how it ended, yeah. Um, what? also caught feelings after what? Like that. What? <laughs> how did you catch feelings? How do we catch feelings after poking him in the balls <laughs> and then setting a photo of you and another guy's boxes? And actually, and also... So you forgot about the original. He laid out of bed in front of his mates doing, <laughs> like, fucking eating bongs. Fuck you while they're doing bongs with a Gatorade bottle. Not that I would know. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I made the cut, but I've got so many more, like, nightmare fuels that are just, like, the audacity of men and me humbling them. But even if it didn't make the cut, I hope it made you laugh, Lem. <laughs> Thank you. Love you guys so much. Hang on. <laughs> I'm really concerned about... Um, so this nightmare fuel started with a disclosure of child sexual abuse. Yeah. And rates of hypersexuality mm -hmm. are more common in sexual abuse victims, especially child sexual abuse victims. 
And I've seen it a lot in people I've spoken to that in an attempt under the guise of taking back agency Mm. and feeling as though you have autonomy over your body again, you engage in things that are objectively disrespectful. Like that man objectively disrespected Mm. her opening his legs, putting his zipper down and expecting it. And then in like twisting the narrative around it to be like, oh, I humbled him by poking him in the balls with my acrylic nails. Mm. But like... Still got a handy. That's what he wanted. Yeah. And that's what he got. Yeah, and he still got the... The, the social clout and the ass pick after. Yeah. And also then the idea of, like, going back, trying to get back at him by being in, like, another man's boxes. So, like, being, like, making him jealous. Like, that sort of thing. Like, I think this kind of speaks to a much larger hookup culture where we're kind of, like, encouraging people to be, like, quite disrespectful towards each other as a form of, like, normal sex and thinking that... Thinking like I'm gonna yeah like points where I'm gonna get back at you like I've now done this like I'm gonna have sex with someone else and tell you about it and like yeah yeah, I mean but like we've all been there maybe not in that specific room where there's like a bed set up and like other boys around that does sound like an absolute nightmare Mm. but I think we have all done those things where we kind of like go back to men who haven't treated us well or have treated us with Mm. respect and I think a lot of it is a response to trying to like again regain that control like rewrite the narrative and rewrite the ending. To be like, yeah. okay, well, even if that was bad, if I see them again or do this again, then I can make it better and then it makes everything better. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think I think we sack off him. Keep him blocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Au revoir. That's that was perfect. beautiful, Chanel. Anyway, you can learn more in Consent Laid Bear, which I've definitely read <laughs> since the last episode. You're the best, Chanel. Love you. A listener production.